Hi, my name's Becca. And I'm Morgan. And my name's Danelle. And this is a Listen Up podcast. Welcome back to the Listen Up podcast, the show dedicated to opening up real conversations on society's biggest issues and cultural topics. Before we get into the episode, I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who has listened to our first few episodes and supported us both over here and on our Instagram page. We're so excited to be back with a brand new mini-series all about loving my body. We're sticking with our promises and we are not holding back this series, so expect honest, open and funny talk about everything to do with the human body. We'll be welcoming some amazing guest speakers along the way, and of course, we'll be continuing to champion incredible causes over on our Instagram page, so make sure to give us a follow at The Listen Up Podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about the impact of social media on our body image. This was a really great episode to record, and I think so many people will be able to relate to it. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so make sure you drop us a line on Instagram or send over a voice recording on Anchor, and we can feature it in one of our upcoming episodes. For now, we hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, We have a special guest today. Um, Sean, say hello. Hi. (laughs) And tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am Sean. I'm from Brighton. Uh, I have just finished doing a degree at Exeter in Languages. And I am now working as a teaching assistant in a school. Um, And I thought I'd love to come and talk today with the others about body image and social media. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's jump into it. Um, so, do any of you ever feel pressured to look a certain way because of social media? Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I think I probably was a lot more affected when I was younger. I think when I was in like the, my last few years of high school and I don't know, social media was becoming a bigger part of my life. I think now I've kind of started posting less maybe and I think caring a bit less but I still think it has an impact maybe it just don't I don't know I think I'm more aware of it now whereas beforehand it was a lot more of a thing that was happening and like I'd see all these pictures of people um and all of these celebrities who always had like perfect skin I think when I was younger I really struggled with my skin and seeing that then I was very much affected by it it was like I never used to want to post pictures because I knew that my skin looked bad or I'd have to edit them before I was even happy to do it or my teeth were too yellow and I think now I've kind of come to accept actually most of the time when these celebrities are posting these pictures they are heavily made up they're probably edited there's got like a huge team behind them so I think now I'm probably a lot less affected you know about you guys I think I'm more opposite than you because like before I don't really care about what I looked like when I was like during during high school I didn't really care what I wear what I looked like but now I'm like into more of the Instagram I post a lot of things and like I've seen other like influencers and models um has like a standard beauty standard so I'm like more aware and like self-conscious of myself now like compare myself to them sometimes Mm. which is really bad (laughs) it's so easy to do though I think, like, for me, it was definitely the first year of uni, Mm. just being around all these new people, meeting all these new people for the first time and realising that people are seeing you for the first time, they're getting their first, like, impression. You want to make that good impression as well. And then 
social media was like, you know, the, the Kardashians and the Jenners. <laughs> that was when Kylie started getting her lip fillers and she was editing her photos and, you know, you, there was obvious face tune. And that kind of started, like, that was when it really kind of became a problem that I noticed. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, I think that was, like, kind of a huge shift in how, like, social media was used when all of a sudden, I mean, maybe I just, again, didn't notice it when we were slightly younger or it wasn't used as much, but all of a sudden I think people on Instagram have started to look very similar and follow certain trends. And I think, like, Kylie Jenner was one of the really big catalysts for that. I think they're yeah, looking back at it now, actually, like what you're saying with first year, it's so true. I was seeing all these people who maybe at like high school weren't really looking like Kylie Jenner and having these like lip fillers and stuff. And then I came to uni and actually loads of the girls that I was in classes with were having lip fillers or I don't know, it, just, it kind of opened up my world to a whole new group of people who you hadn't grown up with and you hadn't watched grow up and you all of a sudden just see all these people who look so much older than you and probably have more money than you to spend as well and are wearing much nicer clothes and it does it's definitely a thing of trying to fit in as well it does take a huge toll I definitely just didn't care as much about Instagram as um but when I was in school and it was at Mm -hmm. university that I was going oh should I post this photo oh should I do this one oh how often do I post Mm -hmm. how many likes is it getting the amount of conversations we had yeah, me and you back and forth. Like, is this the right time? Should I delete it? Is this still? What, what should I caption it? Oh, <laughs> I haven't got enough likes. You know, yeah, yeah. it was definitely an issue. Looking at my Instagram right now, all the stuff <laughs> I've like archived, and I really didn't care. I had like, you know, when you used to use like Square Ready, and you used to put like the mm. white, the like coloured back. Yeah, always used to do that. I always had like white backgrounds around them, and then one day I decided to go black, and that didn't fit my feed. But I didn't care. Mm. and I used to post like ice creams and like outfit of the day <laughs> and all this kind of rubbish and then even yeah. in secondary school I kind of stuck to a theme but like it wasn't that themed and then as soon as I hit uni it was like dun 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 everything has to be like really precise yeah uh, mm. not really f- I didn't really like I don't know why the heck I posted that um I didn't really care but I just liked not posting I like I don't know why I liked posting mm. but I liked posting pictures so I'd always post I started posting really regularly, like, I was some famous influencer. But I think I was posting, like, three times a week sometimes. Not all the time, but if it's I had dedication. Mm. <laughs> Say it's, like, that instant gratification you get mm. when you post a photo and you see those likes coming and it's, it's like... It's so a subconscious, yeah. Yeah, you, like, even if you kind of say you don't really care, you get a notification that's saying you've got however many mm. likes. It does yeah. give you, like, a bit of an, an ego boost, really so true i remember as well like i used to use um hashtags before to get like a certain amount of likes i never used them yeah. i've never ever used them on my like f- lots of hashtags like because like i was pressured to like get likes but then now i don't really care but it's just so weird like that shift i ca- i low-key like i say i don't care but i care <laughs> yeah like i don't care to post yeah, it's like a subconscious thing yeah i don't care to post on instagram anymore like i'm not interested in like posting but if I do post I have an expectation of what as long as it's over 20 I don't care mm. but if it's if it's under 10 it's getting deleted still yeah <laughs> subconsciously I, I try to train myself like before I post it like if it doesn't get likes it's okay but you're still like but why haven't you liked it 
Yeah. True. I can see my insights. I see that a hundred of you have looked at this. Why do you not like it? <laughs> but then you do the same thing. Like I scroll through Instagram and I'll see someone's post and I'll just swipe past it. Mm. Because I'm not that I don't want to like it. I'm just like, whatever. I think I'm the complete opposite. I'm just a serial tapper. Like I will literally go on Instagram <laughs> and just like every single post. And then I like look back <laughs> and I'm like, mm, probably shouldn't have liked that post. Cause actually it's definitely like a very, I don't know, from like some dodgy account that like just a sponsored post that's popped up. Like I've done that a few times, even on our Instagram account, like I've just been liking posts and I'm like, Ooh, that's a pro Trump thing. Probably shouldn't like that. Unlike it again. Yeah, I'm probably the reason that we had a load of racist comments the other day. Yeah, probably these people have just all come. Us, guys, <laughs> they came for you. Yeah, they really you. did. You know, mm. it's that thing, though, isn't it? That I think with Instagram as well, you're not only with that instant gratification. It then does also allow people to, I don't know, feel like they can comment on your body and mm. comment on stuff. And I guess maybe it's not as much. I don't know. I mean, I personally haven't had that. I, I don't have a big Instagram following. I've got a private account and. I personally don't want people following me um, that I don't know anyway. But I know lots of people who you start posting and maybe more people are seeing it and they like start feeling like they can comment and they have the right to start commenting on your posts. Like, mm-hmm. Especially like loads of celebrities. You see some of these comments and it's like, what makes you think you're so entitled to say to somebody, oh, you're looking a bit tired in that or you're looking a bit rough there? Like... Mm. don't know what's going on behind the scenes you, why you um, wouldn't say that to somebody in the streets so why can you just say it to them on a post mm. keyboard warriors that's but then called. but then most of them are like the ones that comment like hate comments they're insecure about themselves so like they put it into others but like why i never understand it i've never thought like i we've all we've all got insecurities about ourselves Obviously, other people have their own, like, situations going on. But I've never thought to look at someone's mm. face and be like, wow, you look really fat today. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it would you never enter my mind. You can think it in mind. your head if, if you really need to yeah, do you that. But you don't go, out. yeah. But I don't understand anybody. Like, typing it out that. is different than thinking about it. Like, actually yeah. physically being like, wow, you look really ugly today. That top doesn't suit you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just, I don't get it, but. I know. Yeah. That's where I'm glad I'm not, <laughs> I'm not an influencer. But then when you were just talking about like your Instagram things, it kind of just made me remember that when I was between 13 and I knew probably even 18 before going to uni, I started blogging and I got really into that whole like community. So Mm. I think that might've been why I was more conscious as well of my posts at that point, because I was like actually doing stuff. I was like putting myself out there, actively saying to people like, engage with what I'm posting and comment on this. And I was working with like a few brands on stuff which is like literally putting yourself out there to receive all this criticism. And I think because I'd then created this blog and this Instagram page, which is going with it, it was trying to put this like perfect portrayal out there. Mm. And now like looking back at it, actually as like a 16 year old girl, he was like, I need to whiten my teeth. I need to get rid of my spots. If there was more people who were posting who weren't whitening their teeth or getting rid of their spots, I think I would have felt so much more comfortable in my own skin and not had the need to do that. Mm. It's really weird. Like, I never, I've never used Facetune myself besides that picture that I showed you guys. Um, <laughs> but like, Lightroom and Visco was where it was yeah. at. Like, all I did was edit my photos on Lightroom, and although they were edited, they weren't like overly edited. It just gave you that like clean, 
Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I probably, I mean, I've started doing the same with my Instagram post now is that I I use like Lightroom to just make things look a bit happier and a bit sunnier and a bit nicer, but you're not, it's not harming anybody. Like, I'm sorry if the clouds are gray and I've made out like they're looking blue, (laughs) probably not harming anybody too much apart from they're maybe thinking like, oh, this person's on holiday. But I know that when, when I was doing that, like editing my teeth and stuff, there was loads of people who were actually like you, they had the ability to like, you could contour your nose and you could add abs and stuff you could cinch your waist in like it made it so easy to do I think beforehand it was photoshop which is really quite a complicated tool if you don't it's know how so to hard use to it. use that then facetune came along and it was so simple you literally clicked a button that said like Everyone slim nose whitened teeth I don't think it's surprising that we kind of have this attitude but some people use it like they overuse it especially like influencers and then they they get like they get um comparisons of like photos sometimes they get exposed like the before and after it's like, really it's, tricky though like, i don't know different. how i don't know how much i agree with that like it's like comparing uh, a side-by-side image because technically that's mm-hmm. still damaging because you could be like really un- harming their self-esteem so yeah they, they look good like that although it shows a like a what's the word and they shouldn't do that to themselves because they're, like, they're kind of like lying to their followers. Yeah, I guess. But at the same time, like that's what they're choosing to post. It's whether you choose to. Because yeah. that was really, really up to that person. Yeah, if they weren't famous, they'd probably still post the same thing, or they mm. could pretend. Not that they could. They could potentially still post the same thing. So just like you have to take things with a pinch of salt. I think. Mm. Like there's some pictures about, I definitely don't look like that. Yeah, I think it's about kind of. You can do what you want, but also be honest about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like people like James Charles, who severely, like, face tunes his photos. It's so obvious, but he's very honest about it. And mm. he goes, yeah, mm. I do face tune yeah. my hair. I face tune my face. I add contour. But he says that he does it, unlike people, I, I guess, I think Tana Mojo is someone who said, or at least used to say that she never face tuned her photos, even though she clearly mm. did. Mm-hmm. So it's like the misrepresentation kind of Definitely. saying that this is reality when it's not rather saying this isn't the reality mm. but like I'm letting you know that it's not mm. I think with facetune though as well it's so easy to filter yourself and that you kind of if that's the only pictures that you're seeing of yourself for these ones when you're filtering it it's oh, let me figure out how I'm trying to say this when you filter a picture because it's like you add things slowly and slowly, it doesn't seem as drastic as here's the before and here's the after. You edit it and you're like, oh, I could make my cheeks a bit thinner. I could I can make my teeth a bit whiter. I can make my nose a bit longer or whatever. I think it's so easy to not realise it. And then if you're posting that constantly, you then start thinking that's what you look like. And maybe to somebody who is following you, they're looking at that post and like, wow, that is so clearly edited. But actually you don't realize it because you've been doing it so frequently and I think it's something that's not spoken about enough and especially with these people who are such big influencers for like younger people I think it's something that we need to kind of be a lot more open about um I saw the other day that they were talking about um like you know how influencers have to post if it's like an advert you have to clearly oh i really appreciate that. ad like if you don't do it you're, you're breaking like the advertising standard regulation laws but they're now saying that you're gonna have to do it if you've like heavily filtered a post oh interesting which oh. i think is a really interesting concept because it's like 
I don't know, like for some people, it's kind of going back to that thing that, yeah, actually, if you say you've filtered it, then yeah, fair enough. But some people it is literally just, oh, I want to re- remove this spot or I want to just, I, that one day I woke up and I, I had a blemish that normally isn't there. I just wanted to remove that in the post. You then have to be like, oh, just a heads up, guys, I filtered this. I don't know how you monitor that, though. No, but like, yeah, because how could you tell? I have no clue. But I think I it like is a good step forward. That, that's um, another thing about, like, filters as well. Um, people are, like, used to using filters. Like, for example, like, when you wake up in the morning, you just instantly use, like, I don't know, any filter there is on, like, Instagram or Snapchat. And then, like, when you take it off, you just compare yourself to, like, what you look like on the filter and, like, in real gross. life. <laughs> It's like, it's so bad for your mental health. Honestly, I don't think my Snapchat, I think my Snapchat is only filled with me and filtered pictures. Not that I ever <laughs> use them, but you know what I mean? Like you take a picture and you're like, ooh, the butterflies. Yeah. Or it's not like, going to go anywhere. Like, when you have like a bad day or you just put a filter, it makes it better. Yeah, exactly. Have you, have you seen on um, TikTok now though, that they've got ones that like really distort your face, but they've done ones that like make your cheeks or like your, like your facial area like a lot chubbier. So really? you're supposed to put it on, and then when you take it off, you feel better about your face. But it's oh, like, how really? damaging is that? That's what? so bad. Awful. On an app that, where the majority of the people who use it are in their teens. They're under, like, 18, like, basically. Exactly. Because I saw it on Twitter, and so I went on TikTok and saw it, and I was like, people are using it, basically, to make themselves feel better about themselves because they don't have this, like, chubby face. But it's like, how mm-hmm. damaging is that to people? Yeah. That's so really horrible. I think one of the things I do like about things like TikTok and Instagram filters now, like, I mean, you have the ones where you've obviously got like butterflies and daisies and it's it's pretty obvious you've got a filter on, like there is not actually a butterfly on your head. But these ones where it is like fake foundation and things, I like the fact that it says like the filter Mm -hmm. you're using. So Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of celebrities who I've seen them like, and I'm like, oh my God, her skin looks insane. Like how is her skin so smooth? Mm -hmm. And then I've realized the top, it says like fake foundation filter, clicked on it, used it on myself. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's so much better than like Snapchat. Definitely when it was like the filters first came about. I mean, I I 100% remember that like whenever I was talking to a guy on Snapchat, I would never send a picture of like my face without a filter oh my god no it's like, oh, these people don't know what i look like <laughs> the dog filter yeah. was like a go-to but that was all because yes, isn't it, it because it like covers up your nose doesn't it it like covered yeah. up the areas that people didn't like about themselves the most and it just made you have like clear skin yeah it's so true i don't know, I think when we were growing up with snapchat the filters weren't really added until a bit later um and i still think it's really damaging for us but like now i see for younger family members who I only ever see either pictures of them with filters on, which, yeah, fair enough, do it. But then when they're not doing filters, they like scrub their faces out with like a little. Oh, I hate when people do that. Pen. And I'm like, yeah. I just hate that you've now been taking so many pictures of yourself with a filter or you only ever see your face in either a mirror or in a selfie with a filter on that you now don't even feel comfortable actually showing your face in mm. its normal state. Oh, that's so, bad. so, like, I don't know, because, like, there's obviously new filters now on Instagram. I've not used them. I've not used any. The only Instagram ones I use are the ones that I send, like, Yeah, Yeah, I've I've tried one where, like, (laughs) um, you have different coloured eyes. That's weird. And you have, like, fake freckles. It's, like, so weird. Fake freckles? Yeah, fake freckles. Is one that, like, always gets me, because I think... 
so many people are now using like fake freckle filter. That is a tongue twister. Wow. I just fake I freckle filters. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's like all of a sudden now, like freckles have become this trend that people love freckles and want freckles. Yet before it's like mm. people were trying to hide their freckles. And there's so many people who's like, wow, freckles are so pretty. Buy this freckle pen, get freckle tattoos, get henna freckles. It's Yeah. Because I, I remember using, I, I used to like watch these um, beauty like vloggers on YouTube and they had like freckles. They talk about like how they were so insecure, like not to show their um, natural freckles. But now like things so change, like beauty trends and stuff. Like you said, like people are getting fake freckles now is a thing. It's just, it's just hard to keep up to. I think I saw a really nice post the other day which was like talking about things like freckles and it was saying about like why do we constantly try and change our body to keep up with trends when actually trends changing so quickly why change your body to fit a trend which in five or ten years time is going to now say the complete opposite of what it is now yeah and that's the like bodies are different types of bodies are different types of trends like mm-hmm. I get fashion I get hairstyles I get hair colors but having like the fact that the size of your boobs or the size of your butt can be in and out of fashion it's just mm-hmm. so it's just so odd to think mm-hmm. that's the thing about beauty trends like before it was the ideal standards it was like the model look to look slim like mm-hmm. lean but now it's like changed it's like as you said like Kim K has like a body hourglass figure and Instagram baddies started to jump as well on the beauty trend. Now, I had no idea what you were talking about when you said Instagram baddies. So. Instagram baddie is like literally everyone looks the same. They have like big breath, big butt and like a small waist mm. and like a snatched look. <laughs> fashion Nova. <laughs> yeah, Fashion Nova and like p- pretty little thing like mm. everyone. I didn't know you could get like plastic surgery dissolved. I know that sounds really stupid, but I know you could get like your boobs, your boob implants, breast implants, not boob implants, your breast <laughs> implants, your breast implants taken out and like your butt implants, I guess. Mm. But I didn't know you could get like your lips so dissolved. Like you can get your lips I'm dissolved. Not up on it. How do you mean dissolved? Like if you've had your lips enlarged, plumped. Yeah, I think they, I think they dissolve like naturally. Like over the course, because you have to keep on getting them redone if it's your lip filler. Mm. Um, but then, yes, like, yes. if you get it done, and then like a couple of like a month later, you can go and get it resolved, Red- yeah, like, artificially, yeah. But it's I- something that happens like naturally, like it's not a permanent type of Botox, I guess. Mm. Oh, because I know Molly May. She got obviously she had her lips done, and then she got mocked for it because everyone was. I don't think they looked that bad. Obviously, she can do what she wants. Like it's her her body. But then she said that she was going to get her bottom ones dissolved because they were, I think it was her bottom ones because she said she wanted them to be a bit smaller. Mm. I didn't know you could do that. No, no idea. I also think it's really important. It's really nice when you see people talking about like how they've had plastic surgery mm-hmm. on like their YouTubes or like, their Instagrams. Like Patricia, Br- Patricia Bright, can't speak. Um, Patricia Bright had, oh, what did she have? She had her breast done. I don't know if she had yeah. a liposuction. I don't want to say that. <laughs> that I she did. She, no, I think she, she did. got I think something. She had like a tummy tuck or something. Yeah, yeah. she had. Um, but she was really it, open about it. Because it, it was something to do with like an issue after she had her baby or something. Yeah. She had a really mm. big problem with it. So, but she was yeah, like she made videos about it. There's um, 
do you know Simply Nessa? I think that's her name. Oh, yeah. yeah. She got a boob job and then actually had to get it taken out because she had, like, complications with it. But people being so open about having, like, cosmetic surgery, I think is really interesting and really, I don't know, something I, I love watching videos like that. Yeah. see how many people have actually had like boob jobs and stuff yeah and it's, it's so important they're, they're honest about it as well mm. mm-hmm. it's like the whole filtering thing that you're saying like, if you're if you if that's what you want to do do it like you said it's your body like we're not going to tell somebody what they can and can't do with their body but if you're in a position of like influence it's like things like plastic surgery isn't often spoken about and when it is it's both glorified and like I guess seen as such a bad thing to do at the same time that it's nice to just hear people speaking openly about it um, mm. I mean I know like the other day I saw like Chrissy Teigen had her breast implants taken out and mm. she did like a whole story on like why she had them taken out like she put had them done when she was really young she's now decided she doesn't want them anymore and she spoke about her whole recovery process and I think just because it's maybe something that you don't want to do yourself or you've never had an interest in or don't have an understanding of, actually hearing about it from somebody else so openly is so helpful in understanding what it actually is and I guess kind of removing that whole taboo around it. Definitely. I think but. it's not, you know, we're not, people aren't entitled to know about your plastic surgery journey, but it's nice when people are vocal. Mm-hmm. yeah because I guess it like it not breaks the taboo but it makes it more commonly spoke about so people can be comfortable with whether you've had it or not not that it should really matter if you have mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. a, a lot of teens as well are like um trying to get plastic surgery and like sometimes they don't know because sometimes th- they do it illegally because I watch like videos of that and That's they scary. don't know like they don't know like the information about it and the process mm-hmm how it's going to affect their bodies. Botched. The TV show botched. Yeah, botched, yeah. I do. I think plastic surgery, like, I mean, I, I'm going to completely contradict what I said here probably. Um, again, if you want to get it, do it. That's fine by me. It's not something that I personally have thought about. But the other day I saw, um, as it was like number one or number two trending on YouTube. I can't remember who whose account it was, but it was a YouTube account and she had a substantial um, amount of subscribers and they were doing some sort of like spin the wheel about which plastic surgery we're going to get. And they literally like span a wheel and decide in the doctor's surgery or whoever delivers plastic surgery. What, like kind of Russian roulette? Yeah, pretty much. They span a wheel and it was like, are you going to get your butt, lips? Like, I can't remember, those four different things. And they span the wheel and whichever one it landed on is what they got then and there. And I was like, yeah, if you're going to do it, do it that's fine but I feel like that was a really dangerous kind yeah. of conversation mm-hmm. they were creating there's a very odd that's just getting surgery for the sake of it I think mm-hmm. it's like doing it again it's I think when it comes to plastic surgery if you're doing it just for a trend then you're not doing it for the right reasons like there are people who you know if you genuinely have a, an issue with a certain part of your body because you know it can be to do with body dysmorphia then completely go ahead you know if it's going to make you feel so much better about yourself and Mm -hmm. you're going to love it in the long run perfect but if you're doing it just because you want to have a big butt like Kim Kardashian or because you know you saw Tana Mojo went and got cheek fillers so you want to go and get cheek fillers then that's not you know the right reason behind it yeah I think as well like I remember uh, I want to say that it was like Brooklyn and Bailey who are quite 
young YouTubers. They're younger than us, aren't they? Things. Yeah, they're a bit <laughs> younger than us, Brooklyn and Bailey. But um, they had plastic surgery on their noses because, I mean, I hope this is all correct, I'm saying. I'm pretty sure. Um, they had plastic surgery on their noses because they had some sort of breathing difficulty. And it's like they were already going to be having some surgery. So whilst they were in there, they were just going to, like, get rid of some bits that maybe they weren't so happy about. But I think plastic surgery is always seen as you have it because you're, you want to make your boobs bigger or you want to make yourself appear more attractive. But sometimes it isn't even because of you don't like the way you look. It's actually needed for a medical reason. Like, they physically cannot breathe properly. So they mm. had plastic surgery to fix yeah. whatever was going on there. Yeah. I think that's where the taboo needs to be taken away. Like, when that lip trend thing happened... That lip trend. Was that like the the, the thing uh, where you suck that? When you, oh, you're oh, going to sound good on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then everyone just started wanted to have big lips. Was any of you do it? I, I definitely I, like. I tried, it, I tried, it, tried it really quickly and was like, like no, I'm scared. Some guys were weird. For like, but then it was like. After that, it was oh, all. People in my school did it. I remember people doing it at school and they would come. Oh my God, they were so bruised, like all around their mouth. And it looked so terrible. Yeah. And I was like, why have you done that? I think because you'd seen Kylie Jenner growing up. You'd seen her from quite young and keeping up the Kardashians. And it was pretty much like an overnight thing. It became a meme, like with her lips, which is awful in itself because that was probably mm-hmm. not good for her mental health. All of a sudden became this thing that people want Kylie lips. And then... Obviously, she then started doing her makeup line around it and the overfilling, whatever it's called. Mm. I'm really overlining. Yeah, that's the one. But she was she wasn't honest about her um, fillers to begin with either. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. they did a whole they, there was a whole storyline <laughs> on keeping up with the Kardashians about it. Because me and my friend watched it and we were like, oh, Kylie, how could you? She, <laughs> at first, she literally said, No, I just overlined my lips. I haven't got anything done. And her whole family was like, People know Kylie. They know. Tell them you got filler. She's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> she, uh, she wasn't honest no. about. No, there was. There's a, a recurring theme here. There was a, and I don't want to bash the Kardashians because <laughs> I, I love the Kardashians. My kids. <laughs> well, guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I binge watched. Well, I had a reminder when the first season of Keeping Up came on Netflix, and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> but, oh my god! Yeah. Did you see the picture? Oh, I didn't. The picture of. It was like a, it was going around uh, Instagram. It was like pictures of Khloe Kardashian through the years. Oh, and how she, yeah. And then that picture where she looks, her hair's down. And she, look, she looks great in all of them, mm-hmm. but how different she looks in all of them. And they're like, Khloe who? Like, who's this? This is an intruder. Like, this is not, how can this be her? She looks completely different. And it's probably because she's been, I don't know if she's, she's obviously had, I don't want to say obviously, she's potentially had some work done. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously her, she, her, her I, I, she uses face during as well because people were calling her out. She looks when, incredible. Yeah. Regardless. In yeah. Both mm-hmm. of them. She looks so good. I she, think was, she, she was really bullied when Keeping Up with Kardashians first came out because everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, Courtney yeah. is so beautiful. And then they literally called Chloe the, the ugly sister. She's, I love Chloe. She's my favorite sister. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, It must be hard to grow up like that. I mean, I mean, the, the Kardashians was literally, they went from, well, I'm not quite zero, but let's say 50 to 100. <laughs> and, like, you, all of a sudden, you've opened up your whole life to be scrutinised. You Like, you don't... Chloe wasn't there, like, I'm asking to be called all these things. So mm, exactly. I think it 
when we talk about things like the Kardashians, it is obviously a whole other world that we don't even understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stuff that they must have gone through in that must have been hard. And I, I think it's really hard with celebrities because you do have that added pressure of you've got more people who think they can comment on your looks and you're being like paparazzi, you're being like the front of magazines. Mm-hmm. Big companies think they can do like who bought it betters about you it's going to affect your mental health and how you perceive yourself but at the same time you also have that platform where you've got a big following and you can influence people trying to use that to the best I guess it must be quite hard mm. yeah if you think for us like all we have is when we go on Instagram and we post a five second story or we post a, like a photo that's the only time where we're kind of in the sp- the spotlight I guess for Mm -hmm. our 100 Mm. 200 followers but for them it is constant they leave the house they are hounded by people taking photos of them they probably Mm. do feel like they have to look perfect 24 7 that's why I hate the paparazzi yeah it's their job as well they're doing like a reality show so they have to that's the thing though I think people so easily as well um not saying this is what you just did but like it because it's their job people then assume that they've kind of they're asking for it like yeah you you chose to be a celebrity like you've you can't kind of benefit from it and then complain about it but I think Mm -hmm. it's so easy to forget that like they're real people at the end of it like yeah you wouldn't say this to somebody like in their face if if you're not going to say it to them in their face why would you say it to them in any other way exactly I think people forget that um just because you're a celebrity that you're not human for example um, I know recently Molly May, um, she was on holiday with Tommy and um, I love them two together. Are these so ones from cute. Love Island? Because yeah, you know my, little, my OTP. And, and people, and wow, people throw back to me 12. <laughs> people were doubting them, like they were not going to last forever. Yeah, and they've actually didn't, I'm not going to lie, I do watch her YouTube videos. Um <laughs> But she was on holiday and the paparazzi were taking pictures of her. And I remember it's always the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail are horrible. Oh, I hate horrible. Daily Mail. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I, contra- I am fully a hypocrite right now because I still read the Daily Mail. But <laughs> purely just because they post the things that I like, you know, they post the showbiz column. So it's easy to like, oh my God, this person's had a baby. That's all I needed to know. Um, <laughs> but like, they always post like fat shaming posts. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. one that's always was like, yeah. Yeah, it was the one of her in, like, a bikini, and they said that she had, like, loads of roles, and they were, like, fat-shaming her. And she was, like... And then for the rest of her holiday, she put swimsuits on because the paparazzi were taking pictures of her in bikinis. And I was, like, so you've just forced this woman to, like, completely change the way she is on her holiday. It's something you're not even involved in because you don't think she looks good. It's that's- always one of those that's on, like... You know on Snapchat, that like, Discover area... I feel like that area is always full of those celebrity body things. Like, I mean, I've just looked at it now and it's like something about Adele in a bikini and like oh, these God. two women hate each other. And it's like, you can't even, I think beforehand things like those who wore it betters were like proper gossip magazines, like in Heat and OK and all those kind of magazines. And I remember they used to do literally like special edition episodes of like, the body episode and they were just shaming all these women and I think Mm -hmm. that kind of I mean I don't know I haven't seen those magazines as frequently but I think it's now gone into that really accessible form of media that even if you choose not to read the Daily Mail 
it comes up on Snapchat or it comes up on Twitter, it comes up on Instagram as like featured stories that you just, you're constantly exposed to that comparison and a criticism of somebody who's been caught completely off guard on a beach. How can you even say that? Oh, and talking about um, beach bodies, going back to like um, Zac Efron. He's like, (laughs) he's a spice no matter what. Bibbly or not. Like, 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 him on Twitter, like, all over, like, when um, Down to Earth was announced, and then they said that he has, like, like, a dad bod. That annoyed me, honestly. I think it became a whole thing of, oh, like, Zac Efron, I don't know, Zac Efron flaunts his dad bod, but, like, dad bod and then this image of Zac Efron, I'm sorry, they were two very different things. Zac Efron is not, like, a young 20-year-old guy anymore. He's going to mature, his body's going to change, whatever. But this was not a dad bod. He's still somebody who is very much in incredible shape. He clearly exercises a lot. He's clearly very, like, conscious of looking after his body. But then I think going around and saying that was a dad bod is so harmful to people who maybe don't look like Zac Efron to then be like, oh, well, if that's a dad bod, what do I have? Because dad bod in itself is already kind of seen to be that you're not looking after yourself, but it's still attractive. Like, it's such a confusing idea. Um, he was talking about as well on Down to Earth, like, um, his preparation on his body mm-hmm. when he was working in Baywatch and how oh, he, yeah, like... That's... I think he did, like, a diet thing for six months, apparently. And yeah, that's so... what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, go on. Can carry no, on. yeah, I, it, was, it was about how he basically started crying at one point because he was having pasta... And he hadn't eaten carbs in years yeah. because of, like, the strict diets he had to have in order to maintain that, like, sculpted, you know, phys- what looks physically fit. And he wasn't allowed to... He had such a restrictive diet for so many years. And that was probably mm-hmm. not healthy at all. But because he looked physically fit, everyone was like, yeah, he's so fit, he's healthy, he's working out. And now yeah. he's got this so-called dad board. He's probably so much healthier than he was before. I think he looks great. Yeah. And it's, it's so it's so sad that not a lot of people knew about that. Like mm-hmm. I thought, I thought he was just like physically fit. Like he just likes to work out and stuff. Yeah. Victoria's Secret models and like New York Fashion Week, etc. They're all like size zero, and you can't get in unless you're like a size zero. And mm-hmm. no one in reality is a size zero. I definitely am not a size zero. And like, I don't understand how they've made that the norm so like obviously they have to diet to fit into that so they can't eat certain Mm -hmm. things like I like to indulge in food so I think it should be more representative especially because if you're gonna show clothes that you want people to buy Mm -hmm. they need to realistically be able to fit them yeah which is why I don't understand I mean I understand why it's a thing but the fact that like H&M, Topshop, Zara Every brand you name has a different size. The one that got me the most is I'm I'm quite a short person, so I have to buy. Uh, I get most of my jeans <laughs> from Topshop, <laughs> so I get have to get the petite because the regulars are just too long for me. I end up having mm-hmm. to alter them myself. I love a little business. snip the bottom of the them off. Snip. Yeah. It's great. But what happened is I went in to the store and I tried on a pair of jeans they didn't have the size that oh, I tried on a pair of jeans and they were like fit me perfectly but they were too long 
Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, okay, let's see if they've got them in petite. So I went, I had a look, they had the style, but they didn't have the size I wanted. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. I looked online, I got it ordered, got next day delivery, whatever. It arrived exact same and it's the waist size as well it's not like mm-hmm. um 10 12 it was like waist 28 waist 30 whatever yeah could not get them over my thighs i was like this is the okay. exact same it's supposed to be the exact same measurement yeah they the exact same inch measurement and they do not fit whatsoever like where how does that work how does that work just because it's petite does that mean you think that a petite person has smaller legs for some reason <laughs> Like, yeah. it just, it's like they don't understand the difference between height and like I, I don't understand why we still are using such like a linear system for clothing because everybody is such a different size like mm. some people have longer torsos some people have shorter torsos like one group size is not appropriate for everybody obviously you can't just all of a sudden create like the perfect fit for everybody that like nobody's asking for that but it, it does seem so stupid that we do so much different things for different sizes like i saw this post i think yesterday um going around about asos and their like plus size range and it was a pair of skinny jeans that they had like um the regular i hate that like the regular range and then they had the plus size version and the actual style of jean even though it had the exact same name was meant to be the exact same style the plus size version was just so unflattering because it was just straight like it it wasn't like skinny kind of style it was literally like a boot cut jean really hideous and all these people are like why can we if we have to stop in different sections because we know that our bodies are differently shaped whether that be petite tall like whatever if you're buying a style of something it should not change that style across the ranges I, i don't understand how that's hard like so hard to understand I also think it's a shame that there's even such thing as plus size. Why isn't it just a size? Why yeah. you got yeah. make, you've got to seg- segregate people based on their appearance and their body size by making them plus size? Because then you, so for example, imagine having to filter yourself because you mm-hmm. can't fit, just because you're, you can't fit in quote marks into what's called regular sizing. Yeah. So you have to click plus size rather than just click an item of clothing and be like, I like that. I don't get that. And then when it first came around as well, there was the big issue about how they were using people who weren't the sizes in the plus size. They'd use mm-hmm. like a size 12, a oh, size yes. 18, 20 plus clothing. Yeah. And I remember that being a big issue. It started off in ASOS, I think, and now they've changed it. Mm-hmm. But I remember that becoming a big issue as well. Because again, like you said, Morgan, you filter it to say plus size and then you're seeing all these women who to you don't look plus size at all they don't look perfect women i understand like maternity because it's for (laughs) pregnant people and i understand like having tall because there's people who are taller you're now segregated i don't understand stuff like that Go on, someone talk about this booty because I don't know what the heck that is. I can definitely, the hunger suppression things, okay. So, basically, there was Kim Kardashian, um, I think it must have been a few years ago now, she started promoting these lollipops that were for hunger suppression. And the whole narrative she was creating is, when you're hungry, why have food when you can have this lollipop that stops you from being hungry and it will help you to lose weight because you're not going to eat food. And... I think Jamila Jamil was the one who was right on it and was just there like, how can you even promote this? Um, 
but it does seem to be a thing now with so many influencers and I get it because it is so easy I mean even like when I was doing blogging quite small I was probably approached by quite a few of these like tea companies and I don't know what you call them all like booty and like detox that's it gummy bears gummy bears all of them they're just like people go into love island as normal people come out the other side as like micro celebrities influencers whatever you then all of a sudden get these people approaching them like oh post a picture on instagram saying you like our product and we'll give you a load of money like that's amazing if you're just like a regular person okay here you go i'll post a picture for saying that i like this product and get a couple thousand pounds for it problem is they're all posting these things like detox teas, hunger suppression, probably not even using it themselves and promoting it to their audiences who are primarily young people saying, oh yeah, go out there, just have this have this cup of tea and it makes you slimmer. Like, it's such a dangerous um, area to be navigating. <laughs> That's my rant. <laughs> I've never bought into it, but I know that there's people out there that would definitely buy into like, really thinking that like that's really good for them and it'll probably make you feel worse than you actually worse than you really feel because you won't see the results it's like um slightly off topic you know chloe ting on um i don't think it's difficult i don't i don't i've i used to do her workouts but like there was all this stuff going around saying that she was promoting like unhealthy body stuff because mm. she was like telling people that she they could get abs within like two weeks and I honestly thought I might get abs in two weeks uh, mm. if I try hard enough I did not try I think she was because she was very explicit the fact that you could she didn't say you would mm. um so I've been like subscribed to blogger Lattes for quite a while so she's an American one who does oh, um but her all of her posts or her videos sorry are titled things like a fat burner or how to lose all this weight or get gain abs and people were commenting on it being like like I love what you do because actually if you watch her videos she's all about just really loving what your body is capable of doing and pushing yourself and challenging yourself she's not there about let's get abs and let's do this and people were commenting being like why are you putting such harmful titles on your videos and she said to be honest with you it's because if I don't do that they just don't get the engagement because of the algorithm on YouTube they're not getting pushed and I think that's the problem as well is that we have these people who are creating content and then if they don't use certain words which are actually probably deemed quite harmful they're not going to get seen Mm. you've got to like tailor your social media to people that Mm -hmm. make you comfortable I think that is that whole thing of actually consciously following people and curating the people that you're following and making an effort to actually follow a more diverse group of people. I think it's so easy to just follow the people who have the big followings, but actually there's so many smaller content creators out there who are putting such positive messages out there that following them is so much healthier for you. Mm. Yeah. I like what um, Amber Driscoll does as well with her posts, like when she's not perfect, like after eating like a heavy dinner. Oh my God, the bloating is so real. And yeah, but it's surreal. Like, she just like normalizes it and like say mm. to her followers, um, "It's okay to accept your flaws, and not everyone's gonna look perfect all the time with like mm. turned abs, whatever." I mean, I've definitely got a food baby after everything I eat. Uh, yeah. I think I didn't realize that that was normal for so long though. Until I, like, I was going to be fair, weight. Least, literally, I think until actually probably this year when more 
again, like micro-influencers, um, started posting these pictures being like, hey, remember, it's actually normal. That's the stuff I want to see because I'm seeing this. I'm now being like, wow, this woman who posted a picture, go like she posted a picture of her like re- looking really nice. Then you swipe along and actually she sat up and you can see that, no, your body doesn't look that like in that particular way every single angle or all the time when you eat your body's gonna get bigger like that's just natural yeah angles make such a big difference as well. I didn't realize how much difference it makes I'm sat there like why don't I look good <laughs> yeah. and I'm like what's wrong with my angle yeah honestly I no longer care I will learn to like my body I mean you can't change it well you can but you can't change how you are immediately yeah so you've got to learn to like what you got and then yeah yeah feel you i think you've got to like it's kind of taking that whole thing of just appreciating what your body does for you and like this is you're walking around and it's keeping you alive like that is amazing and it's like it's okay to have rolls and food babies because like you're not gonna look perfect all the time so yeah exactly Love thy body, kids. <laughs> Love thy body. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll be posting more support and resources over on our Instagram page all week. So go give it a follow at the Listen Up Podcast. Don't forget we release new episodes every Friday at 4pm. So make sure you subscribe and tune in wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. <laughs>